listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Hey Faith, I got a question. Yeah, what's your question? Do we have any listener questions? Oh my gosh, we have a great listener question. Hooray! This is from Maddie. Hi, Maddie. She writes, I had a question about finding the right name. A large portion of my job involves answering the phone. Mm. Every time I answer with my male name, I cringe a little on the inside, Mm -hmm. and it's been a growing source of anxiety to me. Mm. I get that. (laughs) I started using Maddie in an online chat room during the early days of my self-discovery, but it's starting to feel untrue, and I've been trying to think of different names that feel right. Mm. My question is, how did you ultimately decide on your female name? Did you create a list of names? Was it a painfully obvious choice that you'd known for years? Mm. Did you choose something that still had a connection with your male name? Or did you try on different names until one finally stuck and felt right? Mm. Wow. Yeah. Really good question. It is. Thank you, Maddie, for a great question. Or whoever you eventually decide you will be. We'll go with Maddie for now. Yeah. Also, I really like the name Maddie. I do. It's Madeline, like up there. Madeline's good uh, name. Madeline Albright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Maggie. I like Kate. Like those strike me as girls with their feet on the ground and their clear eyes and smart minds and no nonsense. Maddie's guess, and Maggie's and Kate's. I guess it's just going to depend on what name you feel is right for you. But let's sort of unpack this. Yes. So you were not born Faith. I was not. Actually, you are astute faith. listeners will know that Faith is not my legal name. Correct. I've gone by the name Faith Shabrook Online since about 2002. When she says not her legal name, she means it is a... A nom de plume. There's another word for it. A nom de podcast. There's another word for it. Pseudonym. It's her pseudonym. She's not really Faith. I feel like I might have messed up and called you your real name at one point or another. I made a YouTube video once where I had to like pull it. And I've gone... Yeah. Right now we're not talking... When she says legal name, she's not saying given name, birth name, birth certificate name guy name she's saying the real name that's on your id that's on your passport that everyone at work calls you that's on your yeah. tax forms and everything for the purpose of this episode we will say that that is faith although that is technically not your name because yeah. people dox people and people are garbage so yeah and i've thought about being just one name but honestly faith is pretty i like, I it. like it so anyway how did i pick faith i'll tell you how i picked faith though okay and then I'll, I'll kind of get into like more of the real story with my legal name. Mm. Faith comes from Faith from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Really? So it's a character played by Eliza Dushku on Buffy the Vampire Slayer season three and <laughs> subsequently appeared in a couple other episodes. Uh, she was like the evil slayer. Mm. It's like Buffy was the good slayer and Faith was the evil slayer. And because I'm kind of evil myself, mm-hmm. I just like the streak. name Faith. I like the name Faith. And so I kind of went with that. It's interesting because you came out of a religious upbringing and, and have soundly rejected that. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I like, I like I mean, the name, name and I liked the character. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I went with that. Good. Yeah. But your real name is different. It is. And you went through at least one. I went, I went through a lot of kind of trying to figure out what my name was going to be. Mm-hmm. I've had, I would say, two names I go by reasonably mm-hmm. frequently. Mm-hmm. And that is faith and mm-hmm. that is my legal name and i had two kind of like false start names that other people gave me that i never really liked so when i first started going out dressing up going out in high school mm-hmm. 
my friend gave me the name Veronica, hmm. which I didn't like. It was I like, like Betty name. and Veronica okay. type thing. And I so did not she like... she was Betty, huh? No, she I don't know <laughs> she was. But uh, yeah, so it was Veronica, which I never really liked. Okay. And also Veronica's fake. No one's named Veronica. Some people are named Some people are named Veronica, but it's not Mostly common Mostly it's the comic strip. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And the other one was Scarlet. Scarlet. Which another friend gave me the name and it kind of stuck for a little pretty. bit. I do too, but no one's named Scarlet. Okay. So yeah, Scarlett Johansson is named Scarlett, and Scarlett O'Hara is named Scarlett, right, right. but no one else is fucking named Scarlett because so it's, it's a ridiculous not a common, name. It's not, it's a very it's a, pretty name. It's a very pretty name, but it's, it's too, right it's now. too, I think it's pretty. It's too grandiose okay. a name. It's okay. too big and bold a name. It's okay. not plain Jane, which is what I wanted. Is it Except that? not Jane, but. I feel like you, I don't know if you said this or if I concluded this on my own or something like that but is it that it felt too drag queeny that you didn't scarlet like yeah too drag queeny or too actressy okay stage okay. actress from the 40s and you just wanted a normal everyday girl's mm-hmm. name exactly i just want a normal blend in everyday girl name okay and so so when she says you know how did you ultimately set in a female name do you create a list of names i did not create a list of names and mm. i'm talking my legal name now yeah right, right i did not create a list of names so how did you come to for the purpose of this episode, how did you come to your legal name? Well, so I went through, I because I was Scarlet Stone for a while. Mm-hmm. And that is too fake a name. That is just, you cool. can't be, Scarlet okay, Stone is it. is a cool name. It's too cool a name. Okay. Okay. All right. It's but just, it's not like Beth Sawyer or Laura Pulaski or something like that. No. It was, you, yeah. you felt it was too glam and not realistic. Exactly. And not an everyday name. Exactly. Got it. So I wanted Beth Johnson. Essentially, mm-hmm. I did not come up with a list of names. Okay. What I did was I looked at baby names for my cohort. What's, you do say you do cohort? say research. What's a cohort? All right. A cohort is the population, the group of people. So your the cohort could be residents of Chicago, or the cohort could be people born from eighty one to eighty five, or the cohort could be college educated women who. Decide to not vote. It's whatever your yeah. group is. So I was born in 1980. Okay. And I looked up most popular baby names on Social Security Administration in the U.S. actually mm-hmm. has this. Like, mm-hmm. you can go on there and pick certain dates. So I think I picked 78 to, like, 82. Okay. Or something like that. All right. It might have been 75 to 85, but it was something like that in that thing. Mm-hmm. And I looked through it for... Names that A, I liked, Mm -hmm. and B, I didn't, that carried no connotation for me. Okay. And And so you were looking at 50 names, 100 names, the top 10? It was like the top 100. Top 100. Okay. So basically one of the problems with doing this, there's there's a problem with doing this, Mm. and that is if you look up the top most popular baby names from the year you were born, Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, you know people. With at least the top ten oh, names, totally. Because in my in my group, it was like Jennifer, Jennifer. Ashley, Heather. Mm-hmm. I think you were past the Kimberly burst. I know I knew plenty of Kimberleys growing okay. up. Okay. Um, but Jennifer, I would say Jennifer, Amy's mm-hmm. were the two most popular, and Jennifer and Amy's. Oh my god! I remember one school year we had like Amy S, Amy T, mm-hmm. Amy E, Amy F, and Amy R. I had seven Michaels. Yeah, from first grade through eighth grade. So 
those get obviously you probably know someone i've known a bunch of amy's some mm-hmm. cool some not mm-hmm. so i wasn't gonna pick that no i kind of went down through the list and i found a name that i liked i like i want something i liked mm-hmm. i always hated phonetically the sound of my boy name mm. not just being called a boy name but like i phonetically i hated the sound of it mm-hmm. just like it was a grating sound mm-hmm. and I won't get into it, but I went from a grating sound to a lovely sound. A beautiful, melodious. So I picked that. Mm-hmm. I kind of, once I picked it, I sort of knew it worked. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons I knew it worked, like you said, is like, is it something that was painfully obvious? It wasn't painfully obvious, but it was, I like to write. I have a link down to my novel, American Trans Girl, <laughs> below. If available you want to read it. Available on, on print and Kindle on Amazon. One ninety nine for Kindle. I had written a couple stories, a screenplay and a TV show pilot, mm-hmm. both of which featured main characters with, with, with my name. legal name. Okay. And so you clearly had a fondness for this name. I, on I some had a level fondness already. for it, and I didn't know anyone with it. Were those characters kind of cool, tough, smart girls? Yeah, they were like they were the heroes. They were the protagonists. Okay, they were not secondary side characters. They were the protagonists. So I clearly had some connection to mm-hmm. this name. I think part of it was that I just didn't really know anyone with that name. I think I, that's a big part of it. Early There's second no one who back, could have been a yeah. bully or a friend. Or yeah, I, I yeah. went to someone in second grade had mm-hmm. this name, mm-hmm. and then I had once had a coworker that was not like a close co-worker mm-hmm. it was like a different mm-hmm. department or something so you haven't been operating your life in a vacuum from this name but nobody making a major impression on you exactly okay exactly and that, you can't be thinking of some other person every time you hear no your it, you don't name. want it to be some ex-girlfriend yours, or your teacher yeah or someone you went to school with who you hated yeah. or loved or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. you don't want it to be some famous it's actress's name yeah. there are plenty of names it's yours. But I also, I wanted plain Jane, like I said. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted my name to be so utterly common that it would not arouse any suspicion. I didn't want a drag queen name. Mm-hmm. But I, that that's actually kind of, a, if if any of our listeners are feeling sort of the same way, just a normal girl name, nothing fancy, nothing bizarre, that narrows it down, right? Then you pick the top 20 of your yeah. cohort. You eliminate people you already know. You look at what's left. You see which ones you like. If you don't like any of them, go to the top 50 from your cohort and do it again. Like, eventually you're going to find a name that's like, yeah, I I am an Eleanor. I am a, I am a, a Samantha. I am a, you, you know. Yeah. Eventually you'll find one that clicks with you. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. And then did you choose something that had a connection to your male name? I did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people do. Some, some people, people go have. from Stephen to Stephanie or mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. I personally think Stephen to Stephanie or Jason to Jasonina is like, <laughs> what's another one? Like and- Andre to Andrea. Michael to Michelle. Yeah, I think something like that. To me, that's like cheesy because Why? because in all the trans fiction, they do that. Okay. They always do that. It's always like, hi, my name's Peter. I'm now Patricia or but something. Not- Patrick to Patrick. Patricia. Okay, Patrick to Patricia. But not everyone hates their given name like you No, did. no. Like, and if they're like, you know, I'm not Patrick. I shouldn't have been Patrick from the beginning. But I got no problem with Patrick. I like that I was named You know, Patrick after was my great uncle or My or grandpa something. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, then I still want to honor that. that. And again, I'm not going to criticize anyone's name. Because I feel like you were just criticizing you give like yourself, a minute ago. You were... If you want to give yourself, like, a crazy name that is, like, clearly a stripper name. Like candy, okay. That or sounds something. really judgy of you. 
I'm saying if you want to pick the most awful, if you want to name yourself oh my barf Lord. vomit, Whoa. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to tell you not like to pick it. I'm, no, I'm just saying. Like you're judging. I'm saying I personally think stripper names are a bad idea. Naming yourself Candy or Trixie or Bubbles is well, it's rough a bad for your idea. professional identity. Yeah, that's, thank that's you. Sure, unless you are a stripper. If you choose to do princess. that, though, because that's right for you, knock yourself out. I don't think that's the best idea. We've got a neuroscientist named Trixie. Do you? I was surprised that she went by See, that my, instead of Trisha. My mom actually knew like actually a serious. Trixie. My mom knew like a serious guy who was like a city planner, mm-hmm. whose name was like Bubba, and that was <laughs> and that was not a nickname. That was his given it's on his birth certificate, birth certificate <laughs> name. I know I would go by Boo or something. I don't know, but I, I would go by my middle name. But that is what yeah. we would do. And Trixie and Bubba, who are smart, competent people, maybe you need to expand your mind. I obviously do. I'm a name bigot. I guess so. Yeah. So that's it. Find one that works for you. If if there's a list, if you want to make a list, make a list. Yeah. But I I would say it's probably more visceral than just walking around with a list. It's what feels right. It's a lot of names out there. I'm giving a lot of advice for someone who hasn't had to make this decision. It feels right. You have to pick something that feels right. And I will say... Because for me, at least, and I think in a lot of jurisdictions, Mm -hmm. changing your name is a pain in the butt. Mm -hmm. Serious pain in the butt for me. It's a hassle. For for me, it took three visits to the court and like two hours, over two hours of like shuffling back and forth and $65 and another $80 for an ad in the paper that I had to run. Oh, your ad in the paper. Like, it was a pain in the butt. So Mm -hmm. I get you want to choose right. You don't want to like change your name and then go like and then change it again oh crap mm-hmm. especially if it's like hey co-workers i'm stephanie now wait wait i'm elizabeth now yeah yeah but on the other hand i will say that before you do the legal change i would say it is frequent for trans people to go through a name or two really? to try one on Ooh. for a while and okay. see how it fits because a lot of times it's like it's like how the band Smashing Pumpkins hates the name Smashing Pumpkins because they picked it when they were 16 and <laughs> they got stuck with it. And we don't support Billy Corgan's anything except his music from the 90s. Yeah, he's gotten weird. Yeah. But the point is, I use that example. There, there are people like me who will pick a name like when we're first out because it's the name that's available. Mm-hmm. And we try it on for a while. It doesn't fit. And we try something else. And if it's better. And if it's better, and then we try something else, and if it's even better. Mm-hmm. I used female pseudonyms for myself for, oh my gosh, was it like almost two decades what? before I legally changed it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I used multiple ones uh, before finally deciding on something else completely that I had never used before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's normal to like kind of fluctuate. And I would say if you have trans friends or queer friends or people like that mm. who try on names that doesn't make them any less serious Mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. their feelings about their journey oh yeah about their decisions sometimes people just decide like this name doesn't work for me anymore yeah yeah i imagine it is a very big and potentially difficult decision yeah i picked this when i was 18 and going to college and like Mm. first able to kind of present the way i wanted to and Mm -hmm. now that i realized like it was kind of a silly name it was think about your your first email address that you made for yourself, you know, your AOL account or your first user handle on Tumblr. Like, mm, good thing you didn't tattoo that on your face, right? Yeah. Things might change. 
people people do change mm-hmm. and it's hard to kind of figure out a lot of the times like what's really going to work for you but i think it's totally normal yeah to try on different names until you see one that sticks but mm-hmm. advice wise i would say absolutely go through go it depends on what you want yeah that's true like you wanted a normal everyday I, yeah if you want a normal everyday name go do what i did look up baby names from around the year you were born and pick a normal sounding one that will blend in that you like that you like doesn't have any bad connotations for you mm-hmm. you'll be fine yes if you want to like flip your given name so that you aren't you know patrick patricia and that works for you mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. if you want to go with like a crazy name like candy or trixie like the neuroscientist trixie mm-hmm. that also works it's just got to be right for you mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's your name and it's and like we said, it's totally cool to like change it up. Mm-hmm. And another thing you can always do is a lot of people do like going with names that are androgynous. Uh, someone like Jamie Clayton, who's mm-hmm. got kind of an androgynous name. My parents wanted to name me Robin, oh, which would have been androgynous that been and would have worked perfectly. Yeah, I wouldn't have even had to change my name or or paperwork or anything. It would have saved me so much time and effort. Robin, that's a good name. Yeah. It's an awesome name. Yeah. So. Alex. We have a lot of Alex. Alex's, Sam's. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if your name's Samuel, mm-hmm. you might want to change to Samantha, but hey, you can still go by Sam. Still be Sam. One of the things I always wanted, I always thought about, I thought about doing mm-hmm. before I came out, and I was like, not quite. I really wanted, this was before I decided to ultimately to transition, mm-hmm. but I was hurtling toward there without really even <laughs> realizing it. And I was like, I really want an ID because I had had I had weird issues with like bars where I'd get carded and people would be like, "Is that you? That's, That's not, not you. you." Yeah, yeah. Like I assure you, that is me. You're presenting one way, but your ID looks another yeah. way. Yeah, And I was like, okay, what can I do to like make this work? And I was like, okay, so I'm looking up all these laws. And I'm like, okay, no, in New York State, you have to have legally changed your name. And I was like, okay, what if I legally change my name to get this ID? That's going to complicate things like work mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, tax. So I was like, Patrick, what yeah. if I change just my middle name? So like, I just change my middle name to Mary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you'd be like D Mary. Smith. Yeah, exactly. And then I could just go by my middle name when I wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then I could get my ID and have that. And, and then I could still get my girl picture for my ID, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't have to like impact my work. This was my half measure. That Honestly, that, that could work. Yeah. It's better than a fake ID. Like, you know. I actually, yeah, I was actually, like, trying to look into, like, how to get a fake ID. Mm-hmm. I don't need one now because mm-hmm. I encouraged up and actually came out. But <laughs> changing your name is a huge, huge deal. Oftentimes, we attach so much significance to our names. It's who we yeah. are. Yeah. There's that, but it's my name speech from... Mm-hmm. The Crucible that John Proctor <laughs> delivers when they ask him to sign his thing. But it is my name. I had to memorize this speech in 11th grade. That's how I still know it. Let's hear it. I don't remember it now. Oh, it's my crazy. name and I will only have one name in my whole life. I will not sign. It was like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember it now. But our names are such a significant part of our who we are, but mm-hmm. in a way they're really not. Because it's just they're, something our parents assigned to us yeah. often before we were even born. It's arbitrary. It's yeah. as arbitrary as the shape we have all decided as a culture is the letter A. It Okay, we've all agreed on that. We've all labeled it that. But there's no meaning behind yeah. that. And it's the same with our names. It's just the tag. 
that we were given before we were even born, probably. And you can change your name. And you that's get to change awesome. Your tag. Getting to change your name and getting to pick this new identity for yourself, mm-hmm. this new uh, cool name. I'm child free. I don't want kids. And luckily, my partners feels the same way. Woo. We don't want to have children in our lives. Mm-hmm. But I, it's like honestly the only thing that I ever wanted children for was, was just to, name to get them. to name something. <laughs> just to be able to name something permanent, you know? And so then I got to name myself. And I think I gave myself a good name. I think you gave yourself an excellent yeah. name. I've heard that from people who, like, don't understand why people want to have pets. And, like, it's just a lot of work and money. But it would be fun to name them. That would be the only good thing is, like, naming them would be fun. Yeah. Picking this label. Pets are awesome, incidentally. Yeah. They get a strong endorsement from the gender rebels. So is having the courage to change your name. Mm-hmm. So, Maddie, I hope you find the name that ultimately works for you. I know you will. Yeah, you definitely will. And if you don't, invent your own. Be Shayla. You know, be, you just, just get the sounds together that you like. Yeah. Make it happen. It's your life. It's your name. Mm -hmm. You get to do this. You're a grown up. Yeah. So good luck. Let us know how it goes. Yes. We would love to hear what you finally settle on. And for those of our listeners... How did you come up with your name? Yeah. We'd love to hear it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, send us an email, questions at genderrebels.com mm-hmm. or on Twitter at the, at the Gender Rebels. We don't have to share this. We're not going to spill your identity all over podcast land. But, you know, let us know what your decision was, what yeah. went into making it. And we'll probably think your name is very pretty, no matter yeah. what it is. I bet it is. Because so, you get to pick your own name. So you know you're not going to name yourself Hydrangea or Agnes, two names I was almost given as a child. Wow, hydrangea. See, it's a very pretty flower, but it's a horrible word. It's a horrible name. Yeah. Yeah. It's the worst. You can't even nickname it down. Hydra. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Now I kind of wish I'd gotten Mm -hmm. this. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us and send your questions to questions at gender or find us on Twitter at the gender rebels. Music for the gender rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. The Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2017, all rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye. Sometimes we mess up while recording and there's like an outtake and other times, you know, there's no outtake because we just nail it. So, sorry, there's no outtake.